This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.38. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And now it's time for Today on Twitter, the curious case of the aerotrain that broke down. Yes, so you might already have seen the videos, actually. Um, They've been circulating far and wide of people who were supposed to be on a train instead walking on train tracks because the train just kind of stopped working. Now, um, Malaysia Airports Holdings, Berhad, has suspended the KLIA Aerotrain services temporarily starting yesterday because of safety reasons. Again, these are things that we've already seen played out. But anyways, um, its managing director, Datu Iskandar Mizal Mahmud, had said that uh, 18 shuttle buses were deployed to ferry passengers between the terminals after said Aerotrain breakdown at about 3pm on Wednesday, um, which ended up involving 114 passengers. In case you have not seen the video, um, the aerotrain broke down midway between KLIA's satellite terminal and the main terminal, which is why you have to take the aerotrain to begin with, um, which meant that all 114 of those passengers had to walk 400 metres in the rain on the train tracks. Um, or not on the train tracks, but certainly looked like the it. The platform it was on a... between two train tracks. Which I mean, isn't it's it's not very wide. If you've watched the video, you can see it's not very wide. It doesn't feel very good. And of course, um, when I first heard about this, the thing that I was most curious about was whether anybody missed their flights. So ten people did, uh, ten out of the hundred and fourteen, and they were offered accommodation and seats on other flights free of charge. So if you're wondering what the safety uh, reason was, the Preliminary findings have shown that the aerotrain's battery circuit breaker tripped and that caused the breakdown. So I think the full experience of this um, is best captured if you do manage to go online. There are many versions of the video floating around. Uh, However, I think um, that is where a lot of the responses are also coming from. Because um, having seen the video, I think it's quite difficult not to be... I think without putting too fine a point on it, quite horror struck at having at watching people going through this experience, because obviously these are people at an airport. They have luggage that they have to contend with. They did have umbrellas, I noticed in the video. Um, However, you know, this isn't also the first time that we've heard of the aerotrain having issues of having been suspended and so on. So a lot of this frustration is coming from there. Um, If we look at the tweets, uh, Faisal, for instance, says, when KLIA opened in 1998, the airport was a marvel of the world, hailed as one of Asia's best, a futuristic symbol of Malaysia's rapid development. Today, KLIA is a national embarrassment. The aerotrain issue must be investigated thoroughly. We deserve to know the truth. You know, before we continue looking at the tweets, talking about the aerotrain specifically, I just wanted to say, I remember this. And I remember this partly because, so my mother worked in uh, tourism for a long time, which meant that driving to the airport was something that we as a family did very often, even when we weren't in fact flying off uh, because she had to work. And so it used to be such a treat to drive up to the airport to look at it in all its like gleaming chrome and lovely high ceilings and the windows and all the rest of it. And I remember just being so blown away. And the first time walking through the departure and seeing the forest in the middle, taking the train and thinking, 
yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. And I bring all this up partly because Faisal's tweet made me think about it, but also because for a very long time, I did not fly out through KLIA. Uh, instead, I found myself flying out through at what was called LCCT and then later on KLIA to a lot more, which meant that it had been years since I went back to KLIA. And and seeing it again as an adult uh, with the upkeep that is, well, there or not there, um, frankly, not there, um, and kind of seeing it and contrasting it to how I remember it being was actually quite painful. So the truth is that KLIA's, the parts that you talk about, the, the immediate impression, the uh, the large spaces, all of that is still there. But it's what you're saying, right? It's the upkeep, it's the maintenance, it's the, the parts that should work, like the aerotrain. Um, yes, but also the windows are dingy. Yes. So even the light, uh, the quality of light that you get in the airport is not the same anymore. Uh, the, I mean, again, I, I don't want to bring up something that's going to probably trigger a lot of response. The toilets, which are not properly yeah. maintained. Um, so... And and I do think that, again, I go back to how many people, maybe even as recently as 10 years ago, would say, oh, we landed at your airport, it's beautiful. Or people who have never come to Malaysia, when I meet them elsewhere, would say, I've never been to Kuala Lumpur, but I've transited through your airport, it's beautiful. I'm not sure how much longer people would say that if their experiences are aerotrains that don't work, facilities that aren't up to mark. Um, and I think... Actually, that's why the frustration from a lot of netizens is not just about facilities not working, but also about national pride. Yeah, and how it looks to others, right? So Severn, for instance, says COVID was such a great opportunity to upgrade the facilities. Now, passengers get to experience tarmac noise, hiking in between the lush greenery of the two terminals, the trendsetter of forest in an airport, and endless duty-free retail. What an experience! Singapore and Bangkok could never. <laughs> oh, that is harsh. That is very salty. Um, a number of people pointing out, uh, well, two things, right? There's been a lot of calls for the minister and the, the new minister of transport and the Ministry of Transport to step in to manage the problem. Uh, but others are also saying that this is perhaps an MEHB issue and why hasn't it been handled better? So um, let's see. We have David saying, tragic, the results of years of neglect and poor maintenance landed on the lap of the current Ministry of Transport. I recall that the trains were already high half working as far back as 2015, 2014, 2015, when I was traveling frequently overseas. Whatever happened to the old, whatever happened to the old ministry and its relevant airport authorities? Sad case. Mm. Um, that mention of the trains already half working is is a good one. Um, I think that in general, we also hear about this hear about these sorts of things a lot, in which case when something finally breaks down, you have people coming out and saying, well, yes, um, we've kind of known that this was headed towards a breakdown of some sort for some time. It's not a surprise to any of us. It's old. It hasn't been upkept very well. Um, but then it's only when there's an actual breakdown that and people are walking in the rain, hand in hand, with the ones they love, lugging through. <laughs> like, you know, just, it's ridiculous. Um, meanwhile, we also have, let's see, this from Kelvin, who says, why can't we just use buses? Fancy tech, but no maintenance culture. You still get a breakdown. Mm. You know, I think there are options. The problem is buses also need to be operated effectively um, and if the problem is a lack of a larger lack of maintenance, I feel like whether it's a bus or a train, it may not necessarily make a difference. 
Yes, uh, I agree with that. I also think that there are good reasons for trains. Um, there are solid reasons as to why you you might want that. Um, it can carry perhaps. It's it's a question of how many people you can carry. It's a question of accessibility. There are good reasons as to why a train um, is often a preferred mode of transportation between terminals in airports. But yes, I, I hear I see where you're coming from. Keep those thoughts coming. Um, we are talking about uh, a the breakdown of the aero train in KLIA uh, and a video that was circulating of passengers having to walk on the platform in between train tracks um, to essentially get between terminals. And so we are asking you, what's your impression of or experiences in KLIA? Uh, and in a larger sense, what airport horror stories have you experienced? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We'll be back after this for your messages. So keep it here, BFM 89.9. Before Friday materializes, BFM. 89.9. 89.9. It is 5.51. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And on today on Twitter, we've been talking about a video that's gone viral out of KLIA where the aero train um, had a breakdown and resulted in passengers from the train having to walk uh, on platforms between train tracks to get to the terminals. Um, and so we've been asking you, What's your impression of KLIA? Um, and in a wider sense, what airport horror stories would you like to share? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we have plenty of messages. Let's start with Lee, who is coming in hot and saying, which part of KLIA toilets not well-maintained? Uh, the toilets have all been upgraded and they are well-maintained. The alternative bus service was very good and efficient. I suspect the walk on the train track could be just a one-off incident when the train stopped midway. Uh, meanwhile, Caleb also says, the KLIA airport toilet has been upgraded. It looks really good now. Now, I have to say that the last time I was there, I did, in fact, encounter an upgraded toilet. Um, but I did also see an old one. So I think when I was there, the, the upgrading services hadn't been fully done. Um, but I don't know if you've been since, Sharmila. It's like a spa. So I have been actually very recently, in fact. Um, I agree, actually. They've all been upgraded. They look very nice. But at least twice I encountered clogged toilets and dirty toilets. So perhaps uh. I should have been more specific. I didn't necessarily mean maintained in the cosmetic sense. I also meant in terms of daily usage and how usable they are. Uh, the other thing, though, in response to Lee's message about the walk on the train track could be a one-off incident. Um, as we saw from the tweets earlier, I think other peop- others have encountered uh, problems with the train in the past, whether it's the doors getting stuck, whether it's it occasionally working, not working. Um, so, yes, and even, I guess, even if it was a one-off incident... With with things like trains, um, you don't want it to be more than a one-off, do you? That's, I mean, this kind of a video um, almost doesn't matter if it's a one-off, I think, because in the end, most people will only see the one video. Um, but I, I agree that actually, um, even from the messages that we're getting, a fair number of people talking about how the aerotrain having issues being stalled um, has been happening more frequently lately. We've, we've seen it reported, in fact. 
So, uh, a lot of people bringing up maintenance, actually. So, Shariza says, KLIA is not a national embarrassment. Our maintenance culture is. Uh, Anil also says, it's all got to do with maintenance. Everything was overlooked during the lockdown. All public transportation is now a ride of fear. No one knows what will break down and when. I agree. I think maintenance culture is exactly the problem, right? Um, and it, it, it is a pity because I still think that our airport um, is quite beautiful. Um, I still get excited walking in through the doors, um, being able to... Um, check in. I mean, the whole process actually can be quite uh, exciting, thrilling, depending on whether you're looking forward to the reason you're traveling. Um, But I think where it's completely let down is in the follow through. It isn't the follow through. I think it's also in how we imaginatively use our spaces. So I'm thinking about how different airports, and this is separate to the question of maintenance and everything else, but uh, around the world, we are seeing airports try to put things in place outside of shopping and food to, to, kind of stimulate people oh, or yes, to, absolutely. To, you know, or to welcome them after a time of travel to say that, yeah, we know that you're stuck here, um, especially if you're transiting. Th- there's no choice. You have to be here. But here are some other things you can do, whether it's art corners or, or, you know, just different things. And I feel like if you look at the passageways in KLIA, there are some areas that clearly can be, um, yeah, clearly can be improved. We have um, TIDJ saying, the last time I flew out of KLIA was 2018, but even then I didn't feel excited excited being there. I also enjoy myself at, I, I always enjoy myself at Suvarnabhumi Airport, always something to keep me entertained while waiting for my flight, which I think relates to the point you were making, Lynn. Uh, TIDJ goes on to say, KLIA has been ill-maintained for a decade or more. Gone are the days when I find it enjoyable. And I dislike the KLIA 2 International Terminal as well. It feels like a sterile environment. It doesn't spark joy. Sparking joy is interesting. Um, I, I've heard different things about KLIA too. I think that dif- depending on what people want out of airports, different folks have uh, different impressions of it. I don't mind it actually um, in the same way that I don't actually mind KLIA. I just wish that there were more things to to in fact do. Um, meanwhile, we have Fazli who says, LRT, Aerotrain, all breaking down. It's so sad. I remember being a kid when KLIA KLIA opened and I was awestruck when I first went there. So to see it come to this just drives home poor maintenance culture. As for the airport horror horror story, getting detained by security in European airports in the aftermath of September 11th due to having been in my name. Oh, that's awful. And actually, to that point... um the fact that people still get detained at security for unnecessary reasons uh, actually makes me really upset. Um, actually, so I didn't want to bring this up, but now Lok is. Lok says, the head-on train collision in Greece is also a one-off. And to be honest, that's what I was thinking of when I was uh, discussing earlier the question of maintenance and um, and trains. We do have a voice note that's just come in. This is Ridzwan. Good evening, BFM. I think the problem here lies with the ignorance of Malaysians as a whole. From the people planning our airports to the people uh, put in place to maintain it and from us, the end users using it. The the, the place is not being maintained um, and that is the reason for the state that we find the airport in. And... um, I think it's only going to get worse now with KLIA 2. I mean, if you have Grab pick you up from KLIA 2 and as you drive around the building as you exit the airport, you will notice that the building apron has huge cracks 
in its foundation. Um, the way the airport was designed, it was designed with budget in mind. So they probably spend 10 times more to build a labyrinth just to make it feel and look budget. And once again, in pure and true Malaysian spirit. So I think, I think until and unless we change people's mentality and um, fix this problem, we're going to have more and more issues coming up. We've got the tallest tower in KL and probably, well, I don't know what, second, third tallest in the world. That's going to go down um, being badly maintained in less than 10 years. Um, I don't know what's the state of KLCC like. So once again, we just have to get our act together, maintain these buildings, maintain this infrastructure. And if we can't, then we need to stop building them. Work with whatever we have. Thank you for that, Ridzwan. Um, you know, that point about we need to first get our act together before we do build more of these, that's an interesting one. I really agree with that. I also think working with existing structures in general is a low-waste approach to doing things. I mean, we're talking about airports, right? In other words, they're already built for the purpose. So you would think that moving things around ought to work. Anyway, keep those thoughts coming. Um, what's your impression of KLIA? You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us. Keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.